Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where you'll find straight talk from people with good old common sense. I trust your opinion. And now, for your host, he's putting sense back into nonsense. Absolute insanity. Well, you can hear me on the Your host, Beth Ann. And I welcome you today to CFC Talk Radio. It's my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. I am going to have a guest with me. We're going to get started here with our prayer and our monologue and then get to it. I'm kind of excited. He's been on the show before, and uh, I'm just kind of excited about the things he's doing. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. For such a time as this, O most gracious Heavenly Father, we come before you with... Humble hearts and praise for the great I am that you are, the creator God. Father, even when in the midst of our turmoil and chaos, we realize you are in control. And Father, we know that you reach down to all your children and you expect us to follow you. Father, we are burdened with war that's going on and we ask for peace sometimes I know that that's a difficult thing to ask for but Father we do pray that we can find a peace even when there's not peace in the world that we can find peace with you Father I ask for your comfort for all those who have have been victims Father, those who have been taken, those who have lost loved ones. What's going on over in Israel, Father? I pray for your presence and your justice. Father, be patient with us, your children, as you always are. I pray for your guidance, for your wisdom. Father, I pray again that for your protection over Israel. And I've been dropping the ball on this one, and that is to pray. All of us must pray for President Donald J. Trump and those around him. For he is under constant, constant persecution. Meaningless persecution. Unjust. We live in a broken world, and evil is among us. He's not a perfect man. I don't even know where his heart is with you, Father, but I pray for him and his family and those around him. I ask for your wisdom, and may your children be filled with the love, faith, and hope, and know that the greatest of these is love. May your children be your witnesses, but may we also stand for your righteousness and your way. In all things, Father, May your will be done. And may we always rely on you and not our own understanding. For such a time as this, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. As I was going through the news this morning and and contemplating having uh, John Droz back with us, I was thinking about all the chaos that we've been witnessing in the last many years. And it's always been there. It's just that it's been slapped into our faces here of recent times. 
the chaos that we've witnessed with Donald Trump since since he came down that escalator in 2015 to run for president. If he wasn't a serious contender, why was the, the media and all the others so upset? Well, he was rocking their political boat. We see that happening all across this nation in the last several years. And really, the boat's been rocked globally, if you noticed. There's turmoil everywhere. Donald Trump didn't cause it. People beginning to wake up and think for themselves, that's caused it. But what will we do about it? You know, we see these non-victims out in the protesting in the streets here in America in approval of the slaughter that took place in Israel a week ago. How can they be okay with that? Well, for one thing, they're ignorant. And I don't mean they're stupid. I mean they're ignorant. They're uninformed or misinformed. And they don't have the Lord. Such behavior raises the level of suspicion as to what exactly has been going on. Whether we're talking about the education of our children, whether we're talking about, and of course, you know what happened with COVID, whether we're talking about the election frauds that have taken place, it all raises questions, or it should. We should not be accepting all that has been told to us. Not the media. And I'm including all medias. Because all of them have some kind of propaganda and will put the news to you the way they want to put the news to you. And then it's up to us to sort it all out, and it's not an easy task. It's not an easy task. We're here every day trying to do that. I'm not a journalist. I, I'm not a scientist. I don't have a college education. I'm just throwing it out there, folks. I don't have a college education. But I raised a big family, raised a large family, and I'm worried about the future of my children and grandchildren and, yes, great-grandchildren. And so I continue here fighting. John Droz is going to join me today, and we're just going to chat about all these things. And he's he was on before when he was, uh, and I think he's still affiliated with CO2 Coalition. And, and John, I have to apologize <laughs> with all my hurry and scurry this morning. I didn't bring up your bio, so I just apologize for that. But welcome back to CSC Talk Radio. Thank you for being with us today. Thank you for the invite, Beth. I am appreciative of it. Well, you know, I've been watching you not as intently as I should. But now, John has a newsletter, and he's also now on Substack. And uh, I appreciate your content there. And your newsletter, I want to encourage my listeners to sign up for. And I want you to tell me why you're doing what you do. Well, we have somewhat of a... Some similarities in our background, Beth. I mean, I'm from a large family, for instance. Um, I'm the oldest of nine kids. Wow. Amazing. So some people say that's all you need to know about me. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, uh, they say, well, because I was the oldest, I sort of had to fill the role of a third parent. I mean, um, having nine kids is, um, well, uh, a challenge, to put it politely. (laughs) 
<laughs> it's a challenge, but it's a blessing, too. Yes. There's, like a lot of things, there's two sides of the coin. Yes, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I always said I'd rather be from a large family than have a large family. But that's my own <laughs> particular perspective. Uh, I get that. I get that completely. <laughs> there is something to be said for being one of many siblings. And, yeah. uh, and uh, you you do look at things differently in the world, don't you? Well, particularly when you're the oldest, uh, it was, as I say, I had to be a parent before I was competent to be a parent, obviously, but uh, you had to do what you had to do because uh, we were always on the edge of chaos. <laughs> you know, I had, I raised five sons, and I used to tell them, and I'm going to I'm jump in here because I know we're going to head into a break real quick, and other uh other kids they went to school with had these big birthday parties and other parties and everything. And we celebrated birthdays, don't get me wrong. But um, I said life was one big party around here, you know, because they were all, all chaos constantly in our house. But uh, they just rolled their eyes around at mom and went on. But uh, uh, they all turned out pretty good. I'm pretty proud of them. Very proud of them, as a matter of fact. And uh, But family is something that's in danger in this country, the family institution. And um, I want to talk about that as well as our education system and the election fraud. I got another article on that, and I know you've got an opinion on that, and I know you you follow the climate change uh, articles real close, and I appreciate that. We're headed into this break. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio with Beth Ann and John Droz, and we will be right back. Daniel Turner, founder and executive director of Power the Future, agrees that America is blessed with an abundance of reliable energy sources. Our natural resources are the lifeblood of our nation and have made our nation prosperous. Rule America is the heart of production in this nation. Our food, manufacturing, trucking, and yes, our energy. Power the Future promotes jobs in Rule America, specifically our energy jobs. These jobs are all under attack. Wealthy radicals like Tom Steyer's and George Soros promise to break the nation's energy independence. Their beloved Green New Deal attacks all that is good in this nation. Our food, our land, our jobs, our families, and of course, our gassy cows. Power the Future is fighting for you, Rule America. Join them. Visit PowerTheFuture.com. See the latest news and donate to those who are fighting for you. PowerTheFuture.com. Power the Future is fighting to keep America's lights on. You can look for the silver lining or you can strengthen your portfolio with gold and silver. Optimism is planning for your own financial future. Melody Cedarstrom of Discount Gold and Silver Trading has been watching our economy and the banksters for well over 20 years. The U.S. has an unsustainable debt. While the timing of a collapse cannot be predicted, we know the proverbial straw that breaks the camel's back weighs heavier and heavier with each new stimulus and omnibus bill. Because of our debt and the lack of solid backing, those fiat dollars in your pocket continue to deflate in value. However, gold stays true, true wealth. Give Melody Cedarstrom a call at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Discount gold and silver trading for all your precious metal needs. And join Melody weekday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Financial Survival Radio. Visit DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com. 
Elmer Heinrich here to talk about minerals. Now, most people are aware our topsoil is depleted and our foods, especially fruits and vegetables, lack many minerals compared to years ago. Maybe that's the reason the world is sick. Now, according to Dr. Linus Pauling, our bodies need 60 minerals every day, but on average, we get less than 12 minerals from our foods. Immuno 150, an incredible nutritional supplement, can fill that gap because it contains 70 colloidal plant minerals and 80 additional nutrients, 150 in all. A month's supply of Immuno 150 is available for $54.95 by calling 888-316-2224 or on the website Immuno150.com. That's I-M-M-U-N-O-150.com. The 70 minerals are the key to good health and longevity, so call 888-316-2224. 888-316-2224. You'll be glad you did. We have returned. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann with John Rose. John, I want you, before we get started, I want you to tell people how to sign up for your newsletter, which is Alliance for Wise Energy Decisions. And uh, let's get people, because you have a lot in that newsletter. <laughs> you have a lot in there. And uh, you, you work awfully hard on that. So tell people how they can sign up for that. You have two, two things worth uh, uh, subscribing to. Uh, they're both free. They're a little different. The newsletter is called the Media Balance Newsletter, and the idea is to put some balance into what we're seeing in the mainstream media. And I cover a wide range of topics. Uh, And when I say cover, I pass on to readers uh, from more reliable sources uh, information about COVID to climate, education to elections, renewables to religion. Mm. So quite a range of things. And it's all free, and that comes out uh, twice a month. Uh, the okay. other is my own rantings, and that is in Substack. <laughs> yes. It's called uh, Critical Thinking About Select Societal Issues. It's become quite popular. Many thousands of people sign up for this, and free. Uh, so I go into more details from my own perspective here on education issues um, and other type of things here that are similar to the topics covered in the newsletter. So well, either one of them can be uh, sent, uh, subscribed by uh, sending me an email. That's the simplest thing. <laughs> That's AAPR John, Apple Apple Peter Robert John, at northnet.org. Northnet? Yep, N O R T H N E T, northnet.org. All right. So, and we'll put that out, if that's okay, we'll put that out on Facebook. They're watching us on Facebook. They keep track of me there. Although Facebook has hidden most everything, I don't get very many uh, people uh, to respond to anything that I post there. I kind of used Facebook when I started with the radio to do the same thing you're doing, just pushing on other information, people that have actually done the research and pushing that forward. And I post it all there on Facebook and uh uh, but Facebook isn't allowing much of it to be seen anymore, and so Big surprise. Uh, yeah, it's 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 tough. It really is tough. So let's take up the first uh, topic here, and that's the education of our children. From you 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 mentioned from K to to twelve, which is we have seen just horrific things that that they are being uh, shown or taught. And then I want to talk about 
the institutions, the the higher education institutions and what they're doing. So let me have your opinion about K through 12. What's going on? Well, we don't have time to go into higher education, in my opinion, but there's plenty enough to talk about in the K through 12. Uh, All right. If we fix Starts the K there. 12 part, the other will fix itself, I think, by and large, is, is my opinion. Um, what What's going on here is that there's a horrific, um, and I, I, I'm a scientist, you know, a physicist, for those that mm-hmm. don't uh, know me, Christian scientist. Uh, what, what's what's clearly going on is that uh, our left wing opponents here, communists, quite frankly, to a large degree, uh, realize that uh, the most successful way they can take down our country here, undermine it or misdirect it to the way they want it, is to influence our K through 12 curriculum. What's happened is, is that they have specifically targeted. That, and uh, I've focused on the science curriculum, because when I started out doing this, uh, well, 15 years or so ago, Mm -hmm. as an example, I was asked to give a talk to Congress back in 2012, and um, uh, they set me up, this is sponsored by the House Science and Technology Committee, and they set me up in this pretty large, several hundred people conference room, and there were so many people that signed up for it, they asked me to give the to talk twice the same day, uh, and I did. Standing room only pretty much both both times. Um, the only pushback I got from what I said, I was talking about some of the problems in our education system, K-12, through was that uh, I was somewhat getting out of my lane as a scientist. Well, of course, that's how they would like to phrase it, to say, you know, unless you have academic credentials here as a professional educator, you shouldn't be commenting on our education system. Well, of course, that's baloney. But um, <laughs> I decided, I said, okay, tell you what, uh, I'm going to just stick to my uh, my primary efforts being in the science curriculum part of K-12. through So that is my lane. In fact, it's more my lane than people who are science teachers because very few of them have advanced degrees in science like I do. So uh, that's one change they've made here. But looking at what's going on just in science, not not in other things, history and stuff like that, which is some bad stuff too, but just in science, it's it's astounding how bad it is, number one. And it's beyond astounding, in my view, how little people are aware of it or talking about it. So if you want to go into that, I can explain why. Yeah, yeah go right into that. that. Yeah, go ahead. I was I was on the edge of my seat, so let's go right into that. Okay, well, sit back and uh, have your back against the back of the chair here, Beth, because that's better for your health. <laughs> sit up straight, so, Carl. But my, in my opinion, some of this is opinion, some of it's fact. But in my opinion, uh, the people on the left, I'm talking about progressives here now, decided that they actually, their primary objective in the K-12 through uh, education uh, um, system was to undermine the science curriculum that was their that's their number one goal so they knew they couldn't do this just out of the gate so they said we're going to uh, try to make some changes in some other parts of the curriculum and that way we'll learn uh, methodologies how to go about it who's going to push back against this what strategies work blah 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 and so what that, that effort was is called Common Core. 
Mm-hmm. So that happened back, you know, a little after 2000. Right. But this is in English, for instance, stuff like that. This has nothing to do with science. But in my view, this is an opinion, my view, this is a test balloon, let's say, to get at what they really wanted to do with science. So they had a lot of experience in, in the Common Core fight. So around 2010, they said, okay, we're ready to now apply this to undermining the science curriculum, the K through 12. So the first thing they did is they got a group of uh, progressives, 20 or so anyways, and they wrote up what's called a, a framework. That's the short version of it. It's the framework document. And what this document was was a uh, an explanation, basically, of what their view of what should be done to, quote, fix the uh, K-12 through education uh, science curriculum. Well, <clears throat> this, was, this, is a, this document is like 450 pages. So mm-hmm. it's a profoundly significant document in uh, what, what it does uh, and what it says and what it doesn't say. For instance, in my view, uh, probably the most important thing that a, uh, uh, our education system should provide is that students, let's say graduating from high school here, are critical thinkers. If they are critical thinkers, they'll be able to separate the wheat from the chaff and a lot of the baloney they're being fed here. But these people, a critical thinker to these people is <laughs> trouble. They they don't want absolutely. They want lemmings. So I'm saying point one in 450 pages this framework for K-12 science education, the phrase critical thinking doesn't appear a single time. 450 pages. <laughs> about science. Now, the other reason why it should appear is because science is the most logical subject area to teach critical thinking because scientists, <laughs> by nature, are people who ask questions like how, when, uh, why, where, stuff like that. They're questioning. That's, that's what real science does. And I'm, I'm thinking, again, as a professional scientist. And that, that is part of what critical thinking is, asking questions. Don't just take things at face value here. Start asking questions. So critical thinking should be taught in science. So the fact that these people wrote up a huge polemic about how to teach science in K-12 through in the United States, they didn't mention critical thinking. Hmm. Let me skip ahead here. You might say, okay, so what that these people put all this together here? Well, they have, uh, well, I'll leave it to the next thing after we come back all right, we will. Well, without critical thinking, they can be molded into just about anything because they're not taught to sell, to think for themselves. We'll talk about that when we come back. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann with John Droz, and we're just kicking it around. And I hope that we inspire you to have some own, of your own critical thinking, but then put it to action. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann with John Droz. We'll be right back.
You're familiar with Range Magazine, packed with hard, cold facts regarding the battles we face out on the range and at home. Beyond the battles are beauty and pictures and words that will take you to another place and time. CJ and Range Magazine have produced a line of hardbound books that should be a part of your home library. The most recent publication is Cowboys and Critters, containing unique photos of the people and animals that make up the ranching world. These beautiful books, which make fantastic gifts, have won numerous awards, such as the prestigious Wrangler Award, first place in journalism, Will Rogers Gold Medal Award, so many honors, great photos, and one Wonderful poems and stories of the West. Reflections of the West, brush strokes and balladeers, the M-Bar, the call of the cow country. You can't resist the art and cowboy poetry books. Visit rangemagazine.com for a complete list of prices. Call 1-800-RANGE-4-U. That's 1-800-726-4348. Be sure to let them know Beth Ann sent you. Oh, beautiful for spacious skies, for amber waves of grain. For companies that stay with us through thick and thin and pain. Join us as we celebrate the companies who support this nation. Support CSC Talk Radio. Our All-American Market page hosts companies who are now affiliates and sponsors of CSC Talk Radio. My Pillow, McCall's Candles, Liberty Tabletop, and there's more to come. Whether you contact them via website or by phone, you have to use the promo code BETHANN. These companies have endured the economic storms of bad trade policies and U.S. regulations, and they have earned your business. They take pride in their products. So visit the new webpage, csctalkradio.com, and click on the All-American Market button. That's csctalkradio.com All-American Market button. And always use the promo code BETHANN. For centuries, those who raise, breed, and work with animals have been revered and lauded for what they do. Today, across America, the rights to own and raise animals are under attack by animal rights activists and their increased influence on government and non-government agencies. This onslaught regularly violates protection from legal search and seizure and a citizen's right to due process of the law, all of which are outlined specifically in the U.S. Constitution. Protect your animals, your animal enterprise, and your property from this abuse of power with a membership to the Cavalry Group. Membership provides immediate access to their team to protect law-abiding animal owners and animal enterprise against unwarranted search and seizure and false claims. They also work to protect their members' interests legislatively at the local, state, and federal levels. Get the shield that protects you, your animals, and your property. Join the Cavalry Group today. Call 855-748-4210 or go to their website at thecavalrygroup.com. For such a time as this, we know that the heart of a nation takes on the heart of its people. If the people have turned from God, the nation is doomed in sin. God is in control of all nations and their leaders. Let every soul be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God, and the authorities that exist are appointed by God. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. The future of this nation is relying on the bended knees of the people, God's people. Will you accept this challenge to sacrifice five minutes a day to kneel and to pray? For such a time as this, Queen Esther was put in place by God to save her people. You have that same obligation now. Will you humble yourselves and pray, ask forgiveness and trust in our God to heal our land and bring America home? 
And we have returned. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We were talking about how they don't they don't encourage critical thinking or logic. I mean, I remember when my brother, um, one of my older brothers, went to college. I was not the oldest of my <laughs> of my siblings. When he went to college, that was one thing. Him and my dad were kind of kicking around. Now, my dad didn't even finish high school. That was back in that day when they didn't do that. He went to World War II. And, but anyway... Um, they were talking about the class he took on logic. Well, when when you're teaching a child, and I'm just going to put this real simple, you have to teach them how to learn something they don't know as well. And that would be the critical thinking. They expand their knowledge to, to want to, and which is a scientific type thing, you know, want to explore the world and see what makes it work. And, and if you don't know a word, how do you figure out what that word means and and break it down, but they don't teach that kind of thing anymore, and uh, they don't want them thinking for themselves because then they're not easily molded and uh, brought into the way of thinking of. First of all, when somebody writes a four hundred page document, I don't trust them. <laughs> On education, does it really take four hundred pages? But um, it's kind of like the legislatures that write these bills that are thousands of pages long. But uh, I think you're absolutely right in the fact that if we get it fixed in the K through 12, the other will fall suit. And I do put some of the blame on parents because they're not paying attention. But when COVID hit, all of a sudden, everybody started paying attention. They saw what the kids were being taught, and there was an uproar. So I'm going to turn it back over to you, John. I think you're right. Uh, A lot of parents uh, trust the education system they say these people are professional educators they're paid to do this and whatever uh we're trusting people (laughs) in general uh but um, in my view uh in this case regretfully the trust is not warranted more often than not so part of the problem also is we all have a life parents Mm -hmm. have you know their own relationship and jobs and a dozen other things on their plate and they haven't necessarily got the time to uh, check out everything that's being taught to their children in school. So I, uh, my, my role sort of been as a scientist, as I say, to talk about what's being taught in science in K-12 through because this is my area of expertise. And I can tell you it's uh, a door that is open to uh, effectively teaching socialism, which is, mm-hmm. as we know, a... Uh, a short subway stop from communism. Right. Part of the problem also here is is that uh, as soon as you mention certain things like a document, the framework here, sometimes people's eyes glaze over and say, oh, my goodness, oh, my goodness, I, I haven't got the time <laughs> to think about that or Whatever. understand <laughs> it. So that's what I've tried to do in my some of my Substack pieces, for instance. Uh, but this, this framework here is spelling it all out here. Uh, for instance... Uh, one of the more threatening parts of our education system is uh, what's called SEL now, social economic learning here. And, and from my understanding, uh, this, this science framework was one of, if not the first, uh, places where this was introduced in our K-12 through system. And I think all these things are a trial that they said, let's just stick some stuff in here and see what happens. 
And when they do that and they get very little pushback against it, they say, okay, fine. That means everybody's on board. Let's, Full let's speed go ahead. Further. Yeah. And, and let's go further yet. So in this framework, I, I, for those people who missed the last part here, I said, although they should be teaching, this is the science framework here of K-12, written back in a little after 2010. They said that, uh, I say that the number one thing ought to be being taught, particularly in school in general, but specifically in science, is to be a critical thinker. So there's no mention of critical thinking in this 450 or so page polemic. On the other hand, they have a full chapter on equity. Oh. Well, you see, this is around 2010, so this is relatively new stuff here. Now we're sort of used to that, equity versus equality, but this was a, a new idea, relatively speaking, back then. And so my opinion is is that they put this in there, a full chapter here, not a full chapter on critical thinking or the scientific method or anything like that, no, a full chapter on equity. Now you might say, well, what the heck does equity have to do with science? I mean, oh, yeah. why is that a science topic that we need to address? Well, uh, that's, again, my opinion is is that these people were trying this out as a trial balloon here to see how much they could get away with. Um, so, anyways, uh, another part that's missing in the uh, this, this polemic is uh, scientific method. Um, here's a science, uh, I'm, I'm a professional scientist. This is just astounding that they could extract the scientific method. So I searched over that. Uh, did a search, and they have one sentence there explaining why they purposely eliminated the scientific method from being taught. And the one sentence, I'm going to paraphrase it, it says that uh, the reason was is that the scientific method promotes linear thinking, unquote. Well, first of all, that's, uh, linear thinking isn't a bad thing. And second of all, uh, that's not true. Science does not promote linear thinking. So both parts of it are false. But uh, it's hidden in this 450-page document here. And again, they were trying to see how many people would, would object to this. Um, I did some research just to verify the specifics, but I, I want to ask you to make a guess, Beth. But uh, the scientific method, the roots of the scientific method actually started approximately 4,000 years ago in Egypt, 2000 or so B.C. Mm-hmm. So we've had the scientific method as a methodology for scientifically evaluating things for roughly 4,000 years. This group of 20 or so progressives with a swipe of a pen here extracted it from our K-12 education system without any fanfare, without any legitimate justification, without anything. They just did it. Now, to me, um, this is a, this, this is this is a, 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 a why I focus on this somewhat is because this is a, a profoundly significant example of what how 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 far these people have gone and how little the response is. I did some searching here, and I'm pretty good at that. I couldn't find a single. I said there must be some teachers who objected this, or some parents, or some scientists, or some conservative groups. Somebody must be objecting to this. I couldn't find anybody. This started now in 2012, you know, where they, they implemented it. Nice. So you might say, okay, fine, this is all talk here that they do this framework, 
And then they develop a sister document called NGSS, which is the actual standards, but the standards are based on the framework. You say, okay, so what? So a group of progressives throw some stuff together. Well, as of last week, 49 states have adopted this. Wow. So we're not talking about some academic uh, tempest in a teapot here. 49 states have bought into this progressive set of science standards that doesn't teach critical thinking, that doesn't teach a scientific method, that is uh, doing things like SEL type of things that are like equity and things of this nature. 49 states have bought into this. This is just That's, astounding. It is that, astounding. Uh, we are allowing this to happen here with almost no pushback whatsoever. And, you know, and I, I know people are feared for their jobs when they push back. They, we've had teachers fired for other reasons. Well, I'm talking about parents pushback or conservative organizations. And look, and look what's happened. I mean, not with this particular document, which it should be. Absolutely, we should know about it. We don't even know about it. The parents don't even know about it. But when you see what's happening to your children, uh, you know, even someone on well, Gutfeld the other night, he said, take your children out of the public schools, get them out of there, and they're not learning anything, and, uh, you know, homeschool. It's, uh, it's crazy what we've put up with. While we were sleeping, they've, they've taken our children. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann with John Droz. We'll be right back. Have you heard about vine-to-bar chocolate? It's the winemaker's chocolate, the world's first chocolate made with well-vined Chardonnay Mark from the beautiful coastal vineyards of North America. Gently pressed grapes are harvested after juicing, dried, and finely milled and carefully blended into the finest dark chocolate. The Chardonnay Mark contains highly beneficial grape nutrients, flavanols, and has a natural sweetness that flavors the luscious dark chocolate. Mouth-watering, flavorful, delectable dark chocolate goodness with Chardonnay sweetness and beneficial nutrients. And it's alcohol-free, too. It's vine-to-bar chocolate. Order some today at vinetobar.com. That's V-I-N-E-T-O-B-A-R.com. Cold ship to your door, it's Vine to Bar. Vine to Bar chocolate. Visit us at vinetobar.com. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, Mike Lindell and MyPillow are launching the MyPillow 2.0. When Mike invented MyPillow, it had everything you could ever want in a pillow. Now, nearly 20 years later, he discovered a new technology that makes MyPillow even better. The MyPillow 2.0 has the patented adjusted fill of the original MyPillow, and now with the brand new fabric that is made with a temperature-regulating thread, the MyPillow 2.0 is the softest, smoothest, and coolest pillow you'll ever own. My Pillow 2.0 with its temperature regulating technology is 100% made in the USA and comes with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Best yet, it's BOGO. Buy one, get one free. MyPillow.com. Go to MyPillow.com and click on Radio Podcast Square. Use the promo code Bethann or just give them a call at 1-800-978-6168. That's 1-800-978-6168. Promo code Bethann. 
Studies have shown that soy in food products could be harmful to your health. Your doctor may have put you on a soy-free diet. If so, you can choose to buy eggs that are delicious, nutritious, and absolutely soy-free. Look in the dairy case at Deerberg's, Hy-Vee, or your local natural market for Ben Roberts soy-free eggs in the red and white checkered box. Ben's chickens are fed a healthy diet of soy-free food, which results in soy-free eggs. The American Breast Cancer Foundation has endorsed Ben Roberts eggs for women who need to avoid eating soy. Find Ben Roberts eggs in the dairy case at Deerberg's, Hy-Vee, and your local health food store. If you don't see them, ask for them. Ben Roberts soy-free eggs are delicious and healthy. Who could ask for more? So make the choice to eat healthier and look for Ben Roberts eggs in the unique red and white checkered box. You'll be glad you did. What if things were made in America again? We all complain about our products, even our food coming from foreign lands and foreign laborers. But do we really understand? James Stewart didn't understand, so he dug in, and wow, he kept digging in. It all started with a light bulb. It held the label GE, but it read Made in China. Jim has done the research. Now you can have the answers in detail. Consumers can rebuild the middle class by buying things made in American communities. Find out why free trade resulted in 6 million lost manufacturing jobs and lower wages for most Americans. While free trade brought cheaper goods, we also had less money to purchase goods. That giant sucking sound sucked the life right out of American manufacturing. Order Jim's book today, What If Things Were Made in America Again? Send twenty four ninety five to CSE Talk Radio, Post Office Box 73, California, Missouri, 65018. Let's build it in America, buy it in America, and bring America home. And we have returned. You're listening to Beth Ann with uh, CSE Talk Radio with Beth Ann. And we have John Droz on with us today. And we're just kind of kicking it around. We've got our opinions, but we put a little bit behind them. And I think, you know, we've been talking about the education. And we're now we're down to the final segment of today's show. Obviously, the, the parents have been busy. And that was all designed, you know, here, you know, make it so that you have to work two jobs and to just uh, support a family you know, when you were talking about you were one of nine and what it took to raise nine children, I'm sure you didn't have the best of everything, but you had plenty. And, um, you know, that was kind of, I was one of five. My husband was one of five and, uh, kind of goes on and on. My father was one of five, but, um, uh, it was, it's tough raising them. And we raised our kids in the late seventies and eighties and, um, started graduating from high school when they were in 1991 was when my first uh, son graduated from high school but um it was difficult and that is a design too to make it difficult and then the parents are so so busy and another thing and we we were in this too but not as much as other parents their children are put into so many events um clubs uh, whether it's football and all this and that that are extracurricular and they take the place of, of they're so busy that you just aren't paying attention to the education that needs to be done with the fundamentals. And uh, I, uh, the solution is for parents to wake up and pay attention to what's going on and everybody else too. Um, but my children do not, they never belong to the community. I never saw anybody coming over there cleaning up after them and, <laughs> and feeding them. <laughs> so I don't believe in that kind of thing. That is most, uh, uh, 
uh, a communist uh, theology that the children belong to the government. But I want to move on to an article that you had on um, on your uh, newsletter that I found very interesting, and that was about uh, the election of 2020, and even now that can our I make, elections. Can I make one other point, Beth? You, uh, absolutely, absolutely. Because yeah, uh, uh, this this education business is profoundly significant, and uh, I, I would like to talk about uh, uh, the whole business of uh, elections, but uh, we might want to do a whole show on that, quite frankly. But well, that'd be uh, that that'll be good. Maybe uh, what my what I'm concerned about here not only is what's going on, but how we are. Uh, not paying attention to fixing it properly. Mm-hmm. Well, for instance, uh, I've had talks with some of the top people at Heritage, which is the largest conservative organization in the country, and uh, they have publicly stated that education is their number one priority. So I asked them, why aren't you talking about the curriculum? In other words, what kids are being taught? And their answer to me, mano y mano, is we are focusing on school choice. Well, the problem is that school choice is not going to fix this curriculum issue. And let me tell you why. First of all, most people think about, when you say school board, they think about their local school board. But the fact is, every state has a statewide school board of sorts here. Okay? Statewide. Now you say, well, what do those people do? Well, there's three important things those people do. Number one they approve the standards for every year, every grade year, K through 12, and for every topic. In other words, they have they approve science standards for first grade, science standards for second grade, science standards for third grade, so forth, and, and the other topics as well. So they have tremendous control right there as to what's being taught. Number two, they approve textbooks that are uh, going to be used statewide. So they approve a science textbook for grade one, for grade two, and so forth. Number three, they oversee and approve statewide certification tests. And between all three of those things here, that is an enormous amount of power. Now, what most people don't realize is that these same people have control over private schools as well. Yes, they do. In other words, the Catholic school, I went to Catholic school, uh, grammar school, at Nuns of the Sisters of St. Joseph. I went to Catholic high school, Zavarian Brothers. I went to Boston College, Catholic school for Jesuits. I've been uh, on Catholic school boards for something like 15 years. I have a little bit of experience about what the Catholic school system is. But I can tell you that the state board of education, in every, by and large, this is true for every state, they control these same three things for the Catholic school. Now, the diocese is an intermediary, but the diocese isn't going to go against the State Board of Education. For instance, they're, going to say, they're not going to say, hey, we don't like your first-grade science book. <laughs> they're not going to say that. They don't have the skill to say that. They don't want to get into a fight with the state. Uh, for, even if they did, uh, they wouldn't have any control over the state certifications test and things of that nature. So by and large, despite you might not think about it, the Catholic school system is implementing what the State Board of Education says ought to be taught. And I'm sure all the other private schools are as well. If it's yeah. like some of the other things that the government has their hand on, you have to meet a certain standard, so they are yeah. regulating you no matter yeah. what. That's right. And, and that applies to homeschools, too, quite frankly. If you want to have your 
child say, okay, I, he graduates here. Well, they've got to pass the state certification test. They're not going to just take your word for it. So that state certification test is based on the standards set up by the State Board of Education and uh, conveyed by the books of the State Board of Education. So my, my concern here is, is that some people say, let's, let's move our kid to a private school, and that will solve most of the problems. And I'm saying, as far as the curriculum goes, regretfully, that's not true. Now, well, it, and I had, I had an article. Excuse me. me. I, I had an article a couple of weeks ago that was talking about the private schools in New York, <clears throat> and how they were run by a communist group and funded by that. And they're still they're not going to disapprove any of this because they're in on it. <laughs> so it's okay. uh, you. You do have to be. We have to think this through. So what you're basically saying is we need to go to our state legislators. Yes. State legislators do have control. Every state's a little differently, but they actually do have a fair amount of control. Uh, I went to the State Board of Education directly myself and won a major battle in North Carolina. For instance, I decided to fight in North Carolina the fact that North Carolina was not teaching uh, the scientific method to K-12. through They hadn't been doing it for over 10 years because of the Mm. framework business and NGSS. So I, on my own, without any help from any other conservative organizations or anybody else, I was able to get the state to reverse their position. And as of this year, they are now teaching the scientific method again. This is a profoundly significant thing to make such a change as that. Yes, it is. I wrote up a a report here, and this is going to be examined by a magazine called New American Magazine. Rebecca yes. Carroll is reviewing this, so I'm putting in a plug. you got to check this out, New American Magazine. They will be doing an expose on this education matter. I'll get a hold of them. I've had some of them on before and uh, see if I can't get them on, have you on when they put that out there. Um, this is something we need to know. We need to uh, stay on top of it, my friends out there. Um, we may think we have a lot working against us, and we do. But it's still consent of the governed, and we need to rise up and say, no, 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 hold up here. This is how it needs to be done. And um, thank you, John. You you do an awesome job following all this stuff. I, I just appreciate you so much. And we are out of time. John, we will get you back on. Thank you so much for helping us all bring America home. Home. CSC Talk Radio's goal is to bring America home. That includes you and your business. Radio is a powerful way to brand your company and increase your profits. Find out how to join CSC Talk Radio, help educate and activate America, and grow your business at the same time. Looking for new customers? Looking to have your business reaching out from sea to shining sea? Advertise with CSC Talk Radio. Believe in your product? Let Beth Ann be your personal spokesperson to properly brand your product and company. It's simple, easy, and affordable. Grow your business, grow common sense, and together we will bring America home. To be a part of CSC Talk Radio, call 573-796-2166. That's 573-796-2166. Or send email to Beth at CSCTalkRadio.com. 
Melody Cedarstrom and CSE Talk Radio team up as common sense voices of integrity. I personally endorse Melody Cedarstrom to be your trusted go-to expert for all your precious metal needs. Experts agree a financial crisis and even collapse is inevitable. Given our government's lack of economic leadership and self-interest of those in power, it's no longer a question of if you should purchase gold and silver, but if you will purchase gold and silver before it's too late. Melody encourages you to tune in each weekday morning. Visit CSETalkRadio.com. We both agree truth and education are the two significant factors in both our missions. There is a wealth of misinformation out there. Let Melody and Beth Ann help you sort through the chaos and bring you home to the truths that will ensure that you and your family are protected. Call Discount Gold and Silver Trading, 1-800-375-4188 or online at DGSCoins.com. Melody and Beth Ann are strong forces together working to preserve liberty and bring America home. Do we lack enthusiasm and understanding of the word liberty? Do we weep for liberty which we have lost? Or do we simply not understand the substance and sacrifice for which we were once privileged? Liberty. Webster defines liberty as the state of being free within society from oppressive restrictions imposed by authority on one's life, behavior, or political views. Today we seem to want restrictions. Government micromanaging our lives? But do we realize the cost? Alexander Hamilton once stated, There is a certain enthusiasm in liberty that makes human nature rise above itself in acts of bravery and heroism. As a republic, we the people must guard the liberty of others. We must continue the enthusiasm that will make men free. Visit csctalkradio.com, where Beth Ann puts enthusiasm and common sense back into American liberty as she brings America home.